0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: We are
1: Conservative Daily. (laughs) (laughs) We shall be talking a lot about Captain Obvious stuff today. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna, I, we
0: can't get used to this. No, I can't right. either.
1: But, <laughs> whew, all right, we're back. All right, whew, all right, we're good.
0: Our alter egos have returned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome,
0: Joe. <slash> Captain
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Order. Order, we shall not talk about the fact that everything is corrupt right now.
0: <laughs> we had to start that a little bit light, because you know everything going on right now is infuriating.
1: It's like hell. It's like yeah, it doesn't even make any sense. It's like whoa, oh.
0: nothing makes any sense. Hopefully, uh, our friend and I can can try to make sense out of something. Okay,
1: as long as as long as Ivan the Great does not go into great detail about how many peanuts George Washington ate. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that Benjamin Franklin was somehow uh, a gladiator of the Third Reich of China back in the mi qing uh dynasty. Will be good! Was he? But he did actually uh, stay at a Holiday Inn, and, and he did attend ha- Denchenko's uh, trial. And he has some great things to talk about. Also, General Flynn talked a lot about what's happening... With Durham. It seems to be a dog and pony show. It seems to be that they they have no interest in, they can tell us what the evidence is, but present very little of it, if not any of it. Um, Let's welcome Ivan Peanuts for George Washington
2: Rakelin. What's up, brother? I'm not sure what that was all about. I'll I was take just that giving a compliment. you compliment. I like, was giving
1: you. I was look. My, you're you're a my knowledge buff.
2: base. My instant encyclopedic knowledge base of American history and the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> I will take that.
1: That's what I was talking about. Look, if I didn't give you a hard time, I don't know who would. Like nobody keeps you on your toes,
2: right? <laughs> I love it. No, all but- right. So that that wasn't Captain Obvious. That was Batman. Just for those that are watching at home, and yeah, as far as the. The, you don't yeah, know Captain Batman. Obvious. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on.
0: Just because you didn't know Captain By Obvious By the way, once. while
2: you're pulling that out, I, do, I always love the intro to the show. Well, Having thanks. said that, you need to get contact lenses if you're going to wear that. Okay, that, no. that's a little bit more like Captain Obvious. There we go, now Captain I can, Obvious. I <laughs> okay, now the show is totally uh, at the 200-plus IQ level. Now, having said that, I, I want to thank you, Igor Dantenko.
1: Dantenko, <laughs> holy <laughs>
2: crap! And he knew he was not going to be found guilty. Why he would knew. he be found guilty? You gotta, he, you gotta prove beyond a reasonable doubt.
1: No, they did that. What? Come on! I mean, it was, it was obvious that he lied to the FBI. Come on, it's obvious.
2: I give it about a 70, 75 percent that he lied to the FBI.
1: Is that the they offered a million dollars for the steel dossier, a million dollars if he could prove the substantiated they couldn't. And they still went forward with it. And this clown was right in the middle of it. Come
2: on. Come on. All right, hold up. You haven't you haven't been following the case as closely as I have. So here's the deal.
1: I don't follow George got- Washington's eating peanuts either as much as you do. So there's that.
2: All right, that I'm not defending this guy.
1: All right, good. All right, there we go. Go ahead. I
2: went into the tr- here's the deal. I wanted the trial, I talked to the Durham team and I talked to the defense counsel. and I said, you know what guys, I'm just an independent uh, person here in my private capacity observing. My goal here is to ensure that both of you expose the corruption of the FBI. Whatever it takes, I could care less who wins this case. I want that to be the result. Of this. And then well, I, I care who wins it. it.
1: I want, I want truth to be told. Exactly. And the truth,
2: to be told, is going to implicate the FBI in this whole thing,
1: right? Yes, yeah.
2: So, on day one, when they did it, uh, it was day one, they did opening, and then they interviewed first government witness out of six. By the way, no single witness on the defense side. That's how confident they were they're going to win this thing. They didn't even bring a single witness. They They didn't need to. The
1: system is rigged.
2: (laughs) So here's the deal. Uh, Brian Otten, FBI Supervisory Intelligence Analyst for Crossfire Hurricane, the guy that basically was a part of the crew that that didn't verify the Steele dossier, when they found out that it was Igor Danchenko was one of the subsources for Christopher Steele, guess what? When they started to find out that there was nothing there there, they wanted to protect him. So as part of that protection, and when his name was finally disclosed, they had to essentially... Uh, expose him in a way that uh, forced them into handling him as a CHS. And, oh, by the way, something came out earlier today, literally like 20 minutes ago, I just saw, that on January 11th, I believe, of 2017, I'll have to pull this up, there was, I I don't know who it was in the FBI, but they basically wanted to have Danchenko as a confidential human source. This was before they even interviewed him. For the first time. In January 24, 25, and 26. The devil's in the details. I know you don't want the details, Joe. I do want the details. I do want the details. Igor Danchenko never. Go ahead.
1: I do want the details. But, I mean, look, it doesn't feel like they scra- – I mean, I'm, I've been doing research after we talked yesterday, and you're like, yeah, it squarely falls on the FBI doing what the FBI does, which is falsifying information, using stuff in order for, for political game, creating a partisan hack persecution against certain people, then using the media in order to basically drum up as much support as they can publicly. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But then l- let's talk about the Durham part. Like, why did Durham bring the case? He's a smart guy, right? Or is he? Or is he just one of those patsies that's willing to play play ball for the other side?
2: That's yet to be seen. I mean, basically, so far we haven't seen anything come out of him, right? But there's two options here. One option is, hey, he had to prove one way or the other in a court of law with the judge and a jury whether or not the subsource lied. Now, I think what this does is, pre- previous to the verdict, it was essentially thought that everybody – involved was lying so this guy charles dolan lied to danchenko and danchenko lied to the fbi and fbi took that and had missteps didn't verify anything properly didn't poly do a polygraph on danchenko didn't do the secondary vetting by a lot of the folks that are in there namely like what's his name joe nelson bill Priestap. i mean i know the whole names, right all these names and had he been convicted then he would have been part of the responsibility for this whole thing, but the FBI would have basically said, "No, all responsibility rests with this guy Igor. And that's why we started our investigation. Problem is, is that those lies that they alleged happened by Danchenko happened after the first FISA and the second FISA, meaning the first renewal, yeah, which they used to defraud the FISA court to then spy on Carter Page. I think our role here In the court of public opinion is to continue to expose them. I mean, I know it, we do it every day, but this is just yet another instance where the FBI is squarely responsible for the defrauding of the FISA court to inject that steel dossier, which they never verified. So now we basically have to prosecute them, whether it's in the court of public opinion or possibly Durham has something up his sleeve next. Because he's going to use the testimony that he had under oath by FBI SIA Brian Otten, and then a couple other folks in there to then bring it into his possibly next charge against Comey McCabe etc. for obstruction of justice. Okay, but if but they continue I'm to have these cases, that that's happen.
1: if they continue to have these cases in Washington D.C., they'll continue to get non not guilty verdicts. Period. End stop. I mean, we can talk about first Sussman. one was in
2: D.C. Listen, that one should have been a conviction. should have been a conviction.
1: Okay, Alexandria, a.k.a. (laughs) mini-DC. Come on. You know as well as I do, Alexandria is no different. It is not any different at all, 100%. Matter of fact, it's worse because that's where all the swamp creatures actually live, just to get outside of the really swampy stuff to make sure that they're not as dirty.
2: dirty. But I did the analytics, you know me. In DC, 96 97% of the jury votes Democrat. Yep. In Alexandria, the, the seven counties. Ninety three percent. No, 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 no. It's thirty eight. Uh, no, because of are outlining counties there's that are part any. of Alexandria. Thirty eight percent. Whatever. So let's just call it one third.
1: No. Come on, brother. Alexandria, one yeah. third? No. No, Alexandria
2: no, no, no. Arlington Falls Church Fairfax Fauquier County Prince William County um, yeah. what am I missing so there's outlying counties that fall under this federal district for the jury pool mm-hmm. and I did the analytics of who voted for whom in the previous election for governor and based on those numbers yes it's 30% all
1: right so tell Not tell me, tell me uh, what evidence. I, I mean, I don't, I don't agree, but I don't agree because there's manipulation at the federal level in how they actually do their jury pooling anyway. And so they, you know, there's a reason why I've never been called to Registered for a jury.
2: voters, and we know registered voters are so legit, right, after 2020. Uh,
1: but, I mean, look, I'm, I've That's never been sorry. called to be on a jury. Why haven't I been called to be on a jury? And, and by the way, I, I talked to my friends who are, you know, successful conservative people. On the conservative side, how many of them do you think that have been asked to be on a jury? We, we just talked about this because we were sitting around talking about it, but how many of them do you think have been asked to be on a jury? Close your eyes and you see? I haven't
2: called to be on a jury in decades. It was a while Why? ago. Why? You Good have question. people that are called to be on jury duty
1: like three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's like perpetual jury duty. Why aren't we called to be on a jury? It's like they take the dumbest human beings known to man and or, well, mostly, they're just Democrats, and they put those in the jury pool. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. um as always we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country sorry so here's the deal Joe yeah did he
2: lie 70 75 level confidence he lied in our system we have presumption of innocence and the burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt on the government so
1: we if have evidence to there. show that January 6th never happened. And the whole January 6th debacle th- is saying that they they had this insurrection. They were talking the words insurrection before January 6th even happened. I, I have the video. They were talking about insurrection inside of Antifa circles. There's going to be an insurrection on the Capitol. I've
2: seen all of that. Okay. Where we had people on the... You're talking about... So Millie Weaver did a documentary movie. She did. Yeah. She had people in there with the Antifa folks. Where they were planning. I saw all of the original footage like a ways ago.
1: No, Nancy Antifa Pelosi. Never, this week. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Right. Nancy Pelosi. Last week, uh, a Communist News Network reported because where did they get their footage? Nancy Pelosi's daughter was with Nancy Pelosi filming on the inside. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi's son in law was filming on the outside while they were conducting their coup. And then in there, you saw, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw it, but she basically said, yep. Yeah, I want to assassinate Trump is what Nancy Pelosi alluded well to. she said she wanted want to, to punch, punch him in the yeah
1: yeah she yeah. didn't say and assassinate then you can look she at said instances
2: punch instances of how you can kill someone you can kill someone by punching in the mouth thus ergo she's calling for the assassination of President Trump and she said I want to go to jail I'll be happy well how about we provide that to you on January third when Speaker Trump comes in.
1: Well that that is going to th- maybe that happens, and I know that you've talked about this before. Let's talk about finish talking about Danchenko first, because I think it's important that we talk about the witnesses in the case. So you had Brian Auten. he was thank the number you, thank one you. number one witness, right? You had Amy yes, Anderson, sir. you had Charles yes. Dolan. Now who's Charles Dolan? Yes.
2: Charles Dolan was one of the two sub sub sources, meaning the two sources that Igor obtained his information to put into the Steele dossier for Christopher Steele. Charles Dolan was one of them. And he's a longtime DNC operative. Oh, lo and behold, right? And when on the stand, they asked him, when you communicated to uh, Igor about... I can't recall the exact uh, content. He said, oh yeah, it was about... uh, Igor was asking him about uh, any sort of rumor, innuendo, or things that he would know about Trump and Russia. Uh, what's his name? Uh, this this guy Charles Dolan said, "Yeah, absolutely." A friend of mine, who's a uh, a high-ranking RNC operative, told me so and so. Meanwhile, on the stand, when they asked him where did he get his information, he said he he responded with, "Oh, I just saw some something on the uh, cable news network, some RNC operative, and she said something, and I just regurgitated it in the email or I think it was a LinkedIn message back to Igor." So he's like, "I was just I was bloviating. I was uh." He didn't say it was a lie. He just like, yeah, I just pulled it off the TV. So this guy Dolan lies to Danchenko. He's not obligated to tell the truth to him. There's no criminal charge for a private citizen to lie to a private citizen. But that information was then submitted to Christopher Steele. So everyone's lying to each other. But the problem is, is that the FBI is the one responsible for verifying any and all of this. Which leads us to the next First witness, as a supervisory intel analyst, and the special agents on the team. Oh, I don't know, Joe uh, Nelson was referenced by this witness Hertzog. Right. Yep. Uh, so, so witness Hertzog basically, she articulated that um, she was Brittany. recommending extra vetting of yeah Brittany Herzog was recommending ex- extra vetting of Steele of Danchenko. Uh, She even wrote up a member, I think they're called electronic communications, ECs, up the chain in three ways. One to the IG, one to the Mueller team, one to, I think, the Crossfire Hurricane team. And she said, while she recommended that, she was, uh, they, they put a kibosh on it. And she specifically mentioned one person that put a kibosh on it, which I think was her direct supervisor, Joe Nelson. Joe Nelson reported to Bill Priestad, the guy that launched Crossfire Hurricane after a meeting with Andrew McCabe and James Comey. Okay, so So James Call Me. Yeah you want names? James Comey. Andrew McCabe, Bill Freestaff, Lisa Page, uh, Peter, Peter Struck, Joe Nelson. Now Peter Strzok,
1: by the way, right said that nine eleven was That's at minimum even right there, seven. Yeah, and it doesn't just take this out. We, we have to go downstream in order to figure out how it all plays together. This is like a this is like a uh, criminal enterprise. This is the equivalent to the mob. That's what this is. There's no difference between these people and what the mob does. None. None.
2: Is there? I'm nodding my head. I don't know what else to say. I mean, we can we can see what's going on. We have to figure out how to fix it. I suggest that one of the quickest ways to fix this is when we, like I said before, we we get the right people in, we win the House, Speaker Trump, first thing he does is release the 14,000 hours, and we start all of the backtrack investigations based on the articles of impeachment necessary to go back on Biden and Harris. While that's going on, all eight plus articles of impeachment that expose all of the crossfire hurricane, all the way up to and including the two impeachment hoaxes with all the people that were behind those impeachment hoaxes, like the Eric Caramels of the world, the whistleblower, and everybody that represented him. And then if we have enough uh, to, to play around with, if we win in the House by a landslide, we can start expelling the impeachment managers, anyone remaining that's, that was an impeachment uh, voter. If there's might be one left, uh, that might pull it off. And then we just start going sports sure politically. That's really well, it. That's I how mean- we do it.
1: I mean, I, I would love to say that 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 is it's that easy, but I think that there's a, I think it there's is. a lot more. Yeah, I know, I agree. But it is you have to have the you have to have the Political courage.
2: Courage is easy, but unfortunately, it's not.
1: Mm, there you go. Okay, let me <laughs> let me ask you a question. Like during the Wednesday uh, part of the hearing, um, Auten responded. Okay, so the, Auten seemed to catch Durham in a misstatement, got really upset. And uh, started attacking his own witness. Is that what I is that what I understand? Just, literally, just started hammering him, and and seemed to imply Absol- that the FBI is corrupt as hell.
2: Absolutely. So that's why I'm still confused on on what the verdict is on Durham. So he starts off as a regular. He brings his witness on board. He questions Otten, trying to prove that there was materiality to the Danchenko lie. Basically, trying to hit all the elements of the. He knew uh, what he was the, doing. Uh, yeah, he knew, he knew what he was, what he was doing. doing. But then when, when the cross examination came in by the defense they basically converted to where the defense, the witness went against Durham and Durham went against the witness and discredited both at the same time because there were statements that he made and he was like hey by the way in your senate testimony you said this that's a direct con- that's a contradiction to what you just said during direct examination and then it just blew things up it became hostile I was in the courtroom looking around thinking to myself, is this guy Auten uh, Durham's witness, or is he the defense witness? Because they just went to town after each other. I mean, he got pissed. Durham got pissed. He's like, well, what about the issue, Mr. Otten, that you're having to deal with at the FBI right now? He's like, issue? What are you referring to? He's like, his body language recommended is Recommended pretty- for hey, suspension. Punk, I know. Yeah, hey, punk, you know what I'm talking about. You were recommended for suspension. Remember, you're under oath. Here's the problem with that. I'm hearing through the grapevine. By Durham disclosing that while the appeal is still going on, guess what? Probably happen. That's a transgression. What is that? Meaning that since Durham disclosed that he's under a suspension and it's being appealed, uh, I guess Ott may have some Wiggle room to basically go after Durham for disclosing that while he's still under appeal, and it's going to impact his appeal process for dismissal. So he may he may have a claim against Durham and the FBI, the scumbag that we need to go after.
1: So that's why that's why you got to think: Is Durham like brain dead, or what's is he brain dead?
2: I'm watching it just like you are, and I'm thinking. Unless he, this week, basically comes out with some charges, uh, obstruction charges on everybody that basically burned their phones down. Andrew Weissman is another one, right? That whole team, uh, the Mueller team, where they basically deleted all their stuff. Um, I think it's a nothing burger, but it's hard to say. Further action needs to happen for it to not be a nothing burger, because he's slow-rolled it for the last three years.
1: Okay, so even if Danchenko was found guilty, would it have mattered unless it resulted in the conviction of Clinton or Obama? I mean, it wouldn't would it really have. matter.
2: The key, uh, I basically said that at the end, it was, it wasn't the conviction or non-conviction. It was what was going to be disclosed during the trial that was important, that we could possibly use in the court of public opinion to further <clears throat> essentially galvanize support for essentially a reset, if you will, of our institutions through a new congress
0: right that's it well you know so he said something interesting I know you're my
2: pes- I know you want to be pessimistic what's, what's
0: that all well i was just gonna say because i'm trying to be optimistic about it i really do want to think there's something more going on because you know it would deeply upset me as well as the rest of america if during turns out to be uh you know just slow rolling it for the sake of uh you know screwing things up like they have for the last
1: two years Four years, six years, whatever. Danchenko didn't even testify. I mean, there was no. He didn't testify at all, and and he's off the hook now. You can't really you can't go after him for it again because. Well, there you go. Well, but here's the thing that you mentioned, Ivan,
0: was that he made you. You said Durham made some comment that he wanted to. He objected for the sake of this proceeding, or something along those lines, which was interesting because the judge is on the FISA court. And I'm hoping yeah, maybe to, that was I a sign of something.
2: I haven't had an opportunity to pull up the transcript. I wanted to review that to see if my recollection was accurate. Because I, I remember specifically Durham, I can't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week, he stood up and said, objected for purposes of this proceeding. And I was like, well, what? What's going on here? Is there another proceeding? I, I don't know of one. I don't know of anybody else that knows the one. So the only two options that I could come up with you know, so far is a grand jury. For judge trenga related to this something within this matter uh which is not going to be publicly disclosed right or something related to a motion with with the FISA court because judge trenga is on the FISA court and there may be some sort of durham interaction there with the FISA court as it applies to maybe uh, who's going to be going after next
1: That's what I'm I mean, hoping. I mean, I mean, hope is not a strategy. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I really would like to say it is, but it's really not. And uh, so then, know, what's
2: your strategy, Joe? Well, right.
1: I mean, my, my my strategy has more to do with bringing people to the front line, quit defending or depending on the DOJ. The DOJ right now has right. no; they have zero credibility. And anytime you hold a case in Alexandria or Washington D.C., anywhere close to that cesspool, you know, we're doing this data analysis right now on the amount of media that is allowed to be consumed by the individual person per capita. Are you ready for this? It's fifty times. 100 times, 150 times that of any person. out. You have a better chance of getting a fair trial if you're a January 6er. If you go to the middle of Portland, Oregon, everyone that is in the jury pool is Antifa. And they hate everything about what happened in January 6th. You'd have a better chance of getting a fair trial there than you ever would in Washington, D.C. Because the sheer amount of information on the tech side, TV side, media side, all the way down is a minimum mm-hmm. of 50x Per person. And if you look at stuff like Google, if you look at stuff like social media accounts and the amount of information they suppress and the amount of information they put up push up, they they push up and in consumption, articles that are negative against January 6th appear at a ninety-eight point four percent rate of any article that would give January 6th prisoners any sort of leeway based on having a redress agreements. 98%. 98%. Ninety-eight percent, ninety-eight percent, and it, and by the way, those are propped up. Those are put in Apple uh, news feeds. Those are put in Google news feeds. Those are given to people as as articles on their phone if they're demographically located in that area. And yet, how many times have they asked for a fair trial or asked for a, a, a change of venue?
2: Several have asked. They've been ref- they've been All denied.
1: All of them have asked, and none of them have have been given it. Even given the data, just the basic information you can get. They are stacking the deck against the American people. They are lying to the American people every which way but Sunday. They're lying about the deal. I don't think we have a choice other than to get to the people by the thousands, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, that show up on the front doorstep and say, we're evicting you everywhere. in all 50 states just show up and evict them. Be done with this federal government. Because otherwise, it's institutional slavery. 54 cents on the dollar and and Bill Gates gets up and talks about that there's climate taxes coming holy shit we're taxed to damn death we have nothing left we have no time left this Danchenko thing pisses me off because they don't even go through the proper process in order to make sure that that trial could happen in a place that is actually more fair and balanced it just didn't happen and they weren't prepared for it in my opinion
2: so here's why though Joe the lies the purported lies occurred during the meetings between his handling agent kevin helson in alexandria so that's the jurisdictional hook that's why it was in alexandria as far as him being a witness he was the handling agent for three years and seven months and when he was on the stand durham asked him as well as you know he was cross-examined at no point in time he said that he thought that danchenko was lying to him now That's his handling agent. It's probably because his handling agent said that this kid was gold. Uh, he was reporting, uh, opened up 25 new counterintelligence investigations against Russia. A new squad was created based on Danchenko's reporting. But here's the big question: Okay, so this this handling agent is probably trying to protect him so that if he did further vetting, like I don't know, polygraph. Uh, do psychological vetting up to make sure that he's legit and uh, whatnot. Uh, he didn't do that because he probably didn't want to throw, find out that he's not a legitimate source, which would have screwed his own career. Right? And then the next question is, well, if Danchenko did all this and it's now out in the public, wouldn't you think Russia would have want to done something in retaliation to Danchenko, but yet he walks kind of you know, freely here?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. How, do
2: you, how does he walk freely?
1: I'm trying to cut down the
2: retaliation.
1: I'm, I'm trying to cut down on everything that we have that we're looking at from a on a criminal side. Right? We know that the Steele dossier was garbage. We know that it was absolutely trash. Correct? Correct. We we that's not debatable by any side except for I guess MSNBC. Uh, Ray- Rachel Madcow back in 2021. It's not debatable that the Russian dossier was absolute trash. Am I right about that?
2: Hundred percent. I, okay. I think Ra- I think Rachel. I think he would also agree.
1: He would also agree. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me now. Get, get, give me the <laughs> get, give me the stuff. Who, who handled the dossier? Who handled it in? And why isn't that person under arrest?
2: Christopher Steele is the guy that was the guy that put together the report. His 80% of the raw intelligence and 50% of the analysis that was in the Steele dossier, according to testimony, came from Igor Danchenko. Igor received his information from not only his own research, but also this guy, Charles Dolan, which was based on the lie. And then by Sergey Million which was supposedly a guy that uh, Igor told Steele that he met. But when the FBI asked Igor about meeting with Sergey Melian he said, we never met. I believe he was the one that called me in July of 2016. But I can't really showcase that that happened because my handling agent was it several months ago told me to my phone after i was outed so i don't have any ability to prove that i'm telling the truth and the fbi doesn't have enough evidence to show that i lied so that's kind of where we're at
1: okay so so what's next i mean in your opinion what's next what what's what's next in this okay so if you were looking at the at the and and frankly i I thought we were going to talk more about Danchenko, but I'm done talking about Danchenko because I think the guy's total trash. We know he's trash. We know he's a political operative for the the DNC. But it doesn't matter because no one seems to be held accountable because the DOJ is so corrupt and in bed with the FBI. And even if even if even if uh, Durham is talking about how corrupt the FBI is, where where are we? Years later, where where are we with both all the side, corruption? Yeah, both
2: sides were, you know, during his closing arguments, what's his name? Durham essentially said, "Yeah." this th- this trial is not about the fbi and their missteps or anything or any of the corruption etc this is about donchenko and when the jury came back after it was about t- 10 hours so into this toward the end of the second day they finally came out with the verdict uh i basically came up to the Durham team and i said thanks for getting some more of the truth out hopefully there's more more of it that's going to come out his non cues were screaming yes
1: more come out but I okay think- so here's what I do want to tell you. Ready? No one that serves on that Please. jury, 90% of them have no courage. Just like 90% of America has no courage. Sorry, people listening, you have courage. You're, you're, you're obviously listening, you have courage. Um, but 90% of the country doesn't. 90% of the country, seeing what happened in the, the George Floyd deal up in Minnesota, the, 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 the kangaroo courts that happened around the nation, talking about BLM, that, you know, oh yeah, all white people are bad, let's kill them. I mean, all the things that have happened across the country, every bit of it, Right? They're afraid There's not a jury out there that wants to be the one to get interviewed Where their name gets doxxed I promise you That there is a fear in those In those juries That there will be a repercussion against them If they find anyone in this cabal guilty You can tell me that that's not the case But Sussman proved it On the Sussman
2: component? Absolutely
1: even on the Igor Absolutely. deal. You said seventy-five percent. Look, people have been convicted on with circumstantial evidence for killing someone.
2: I can't speak on those cases. I right, mean, here's the here's the it's a problem or something good of, a, of our system, right? The government has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. What do yep. you use beyond a reasonable doubt? If you have twenty percent if <laughs> I ask you a question, if you ask actually this, Joe, you asked me a question. Uh, hey yeah. Ivan, did you uh, communicate? Did you talk? I shouldn't use that. The words that they were using was, did you uh, have a have a phone conversation with this guy Sergey Milian? And my response, this is Igor's response. He says, "Well, I think the guy on the other end of the line was somebody that sounded like Sergey Million. Well, is that a lie? If it's if it's not true, because the response is, it's a guy that sounded like Sergey Million. It was probably him. How can you get someone for a lie? The responsibility is on his handling agent to say, hey, bro, how about we find out for sure who it is? What makes you think it's Million? What makes you think it's, uh? what day was it? There's a lot of follow-ups that never happened by the handling agent. That's what this exposed like. He may have misled the FBI, but at the end of the day, it's the FBI's role, his handling agent to make sure they drill down on it. And it's the people all the way up to make sure that this is verified this in our in our I would say in our generation, this is the most consequential uh, publicized activity by the FBI. And they just screwed it up by the numbers.
1: So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is AirMedCare Network. Today's podcast again sponsored by AirMedCare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with air med Care network. You're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. but uh, So it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Uh, look, I don't disagree with you. I, and again, this is just me getting back to the basics. And I think you have to get back. You have to keep things very someone, simple.
2: I know we want to use some rope and have somebody dangle.
1: No. And I no, agree I, with that. that. Look, how many people have lost their lives in the last 2 years? We got a million Americans that lost their lives because the media came out and said ivermectin was horse paste. And and they were giving people remdesivir as if it was as if it was candy, knowing it killed people, and then putting them on ventilators and making money for themselves while grandmas and mothers and
2: fathers and they lost their lives. So this is not a victimless crime. Mike Pence headed up the COVID task force, the CCP nineteen task force. Remember, me, 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 Mr. President, pick me to be your the the CCP nineteen task force lead, so that I can make sure that Anthony Fauci has top cover, just like I provided top cover to James Comey, Andrew McCabe, while they spied on you, Mr. President. All really depends.
1: No, I mean, and look, I I agree with you, but. At the end of the day, we have to we have to talk about what we can see. And we can see the corruption. We can see it. Right? We can see it. We, people aren't stupid. The New York Times article we talked about this morning. I don't know if you can find that for me again from this morning.
2: I don't know. I never heard of that organization.
1: The New York Times? Oh yeah, so it's called CIA oh. News. New
2: CIA
1: C- CIA News. CIA News this morning. We talked about this on the oh, previous Oh, the
2: Times new york slimes okay yeah yeah, 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 new yeah, york I slimes.
1: yeah you heard of them it's yeah they're 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 pretty hot they put up Sorry, an article
2: I, that says threat to, it.
1: <laughs> the threat to democracy starts with corruption many voters say and as you went through this article what i found interesting is that when respondents were asked to volunteer one or two words to summarize the current threat to democracy government corruption was brought up most often more than mi- President Trump and Republicans combined goes in to further say that 68% of registered voters said the government mainly works on the benefit of powerful elites rather than ordinary people. That's nearly two-thirds of the country that believes that our government, the leadership are trash. That Democrat, Republican, it really doesn't matter, does it? We know that the people that are in leadership, and it didn't say just at the federal level, This is across the board, federal and state level. Same lack of trust that we have for the mainstream media is the same thing that we have for our government. And these guys are over there sending billions of dollars to Ukraine while people in our own country are suffering, where people in Los Angeles can't get crime under control. People are getting stabbed in the neck. And, I mean, it's crazy what's happening in our country. It's crazy. And yet people realize that when are we going to get in the street to handle things?
2: It's absolutely illegitimate. 100%. Full stop. 100%. Full stop. The federal government currently, our institutions failed us uh, in the 2020 to 21, the election period. And since then, that illegitimately emplaced Chinese ambassadors to the U.S. squatting in the White House and everybody downstream from him uh, that has been, been put in place since then, full stop, illegitimate. At a minimum, 68 percent. Or at 79 percent.
1: It's probably 90 percent because people aren't that dumb. Oh, Ivan! I was on RT News last night, right? <laughs> I really want to play okay. it again for those people who didn't. I, I said, I want nothing
2: have- to do with that outfit.
1: Why? Why?
2: I just don't do that.
1: I do. i I'll, listen to me.
2: <laughs> we, You're a grown man. You have, do what to, I do. you have to listen. A you have to spread man, truth. I don't do that.
1: You have to spread truth wherever truth can be heard, right? Nobody's. This is the whole problem that I have with the Republican Party and the establishment and everyone else is like, oh, you can't listen to truth. Well, if, if I'm not speaking truth about truly really happening, and Russia's over there thinking, by the way, that all Americans feels like Russia's on the wrong side of things. And then they come and decide to say, hey, proxy war, you went through Ukraine and fought a war against us. We're going to come after you. Well, the American people are not represented by this government. And so when I get on there and talk, I'm going to tell them the truth. The American people think that this illegitimate government, at every level—state, local, national—we're literally. I mean, Ivan, we're talking about other nations.
2: Other nations don't consider our national federal government right now legitimate.
1: Hey, you can't as well listen domestically
2: and internationally.
1: Until you get the election fraud under control and Dominion voting system and ESNS and all thrown out, and get the paper ballots day of voting, and that you get in there with paper ballots, there is no mail-in ballots. There is no. We're creating a convenience for the number one thing that should matter to you, which is your voice. Until we get to that, we don't have free and fair elections at any level. Not any level. Not state level. Not local level. It's all stolen by a machine that you has no transparency and rootkit inside the source code that literally controls everything that happens in our country
2: Whew. all right here's my proposal all right give me an opportunity to say it give me two minutes without interrupting crack, crack. if we can be out outvote their key by getting Mark Finch Christina Caramo Doug Mastriano who appoints the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania in New Hampshire when we win and then we impeach Governor Sununu as the first legislative body to go ahead and act in December, impeach Sununu and then reclaim their four electors from 2020, as well as those other states that I just mentioned, Jim shot in Nevada and New Mexico potentially as well, triggering our 12th amendment as Speaker Trump does the whole from TDS to demanding the reinstatement process, which I think I've briefed you on before, that's going to be the quickest path because we're only about 70 75 days out before speaker trump january 3rd and he can use those first two and a half weeks uh, from the third through the 20th to showcase uncensored before the entire world on c-span 1 c-span 2 c-span 3 across all 30 of his committees in the house of all the corruption by the numbers of the msm big pharma You name it, everything that you've discussed over the last two years on Conservative Daily. It is exposed for the American public to see, again, uncensored, 24-7 content, right? And then on January 20th, at the midpoint of this current constitutional crisis uh, term, that's when the 12th Amendment reinstates. Donald Trump as president, and I recommend he make his public statement saying, guess what, folks? I'm a peaceful man. I don't want any war or anything you know, negative happening in our country. I'm going to remain as president down at Mar-a-Lago, and all I do is ask for the uh, Chinese ambassador to the U.S., currently squatting in the White House, to go ahead and leave. And hopefully, the American public will facilitate that quicker than later. But in the meantime, while he's packing his bags, and I'm president at Mar-a-Lago, I'm going to announce my uh, presidential campaign for 2024.
1: That's yeah, I, look, I th- I think that I think he's going <laughs> to run for office, but I, I mean, I, I like everything that you said. Here, here's what, because here's he, what he's
2: going to do: he releases the tapes, he pulls back on the criminal referrals of all the bogus charges that were transmitted over to the DOJ regarding J six. All the truth about J six happens because he appoints his own sergeant at arms. I mean, there's a lot of downstream things that'll happen. He is going to be in the biggest power position possible under the current circumstances, constitutionally, legally, and the left is not going to be able to do anything about it because it's totally legitimate, right? It's totally legal. The J6 cover up committee tried to bring me into this and try to essentially uh, accuse me of wrong thing. Well, guess what? I did wrong thing and I exercised my First Amendment. The best that they could do after a year plus of investigating me was to give me an honorable mention stating that an individual by the name of Ivan Raiklin was retweeted by Trump calling on Mike Pence to defend the Constitution. And yet he did. So now we're going to escalate to make sure that he's exposed as well as part of this process. And everybody else and all the other topics that we've had uh, complaints about because we never really had an opportunity to be heard in in the courts, in any of our institutions, and this will be our first opportunity at scale, with the media behind us, with RSVN, with Real America's Voice, Epoch TV, One America News, Conservative Daily, basically with right, exclusive so, coverage, full so, stop so, of all this. Okay, all that
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so,
2: change the country's mindset. No, I... Uh, they go from TDS to demanding a reinstatement.
1: Maybe. But, I mean, that's, that's all. That's hopium. I like that maybe. Are well, you in or not? Uh, dude i have always been in I've been in since the beginning but but let's talk
2: Not about with a maybe
1: all right listen let me ask you a question <laughs> let me let me ask you a question <laughs> <All right. laughs> right, let's talk about let's talk about what we know for a fact right <laughs> and one of the things you said is I'm gonna stay away from RT news Nobody in Russia has ever talked to me. Nobody in Russia has ever called me. I haven't had any conversations. Elon Musk didn't have conversations. He just built a rocket that can be reused, that can go all the way in outer space and come back and land on a platform that's six, foot, six by six. right? But he's not that bright on how to come up with a peace deal. Now people could just die because they don't care. You said, Joe, I can't touch RT News. So, so what you're saying is all the stuff that the media says about RT News and about Russia is true. You're biting it into the to the mainstream media. This is the problem no, no, no. that I have. Well, this is the one that I, I get. Let me. This is the problem that I have. Um,
2: my priority is to fix our domestic situation. That Once is our, we domestic, fix our situation. domestic situation. That then we can start working the international component. I that to me is a secondary. So if that's, I mean, if, if if I focus my attention on basically telling the story to other audiences that are non-U.S. audiences, uh. I don't think that's effective. I think we need to expend all of our energy to focus our message on the domestic audience in order to get them from this TDS psychosis, the mass formation psychosis that still exists with some folks, and then convert them and showcase to them, hey guys, you were lied to. Me. the 50x number that you mentioned. We have to counterbalance that 50x with 100x.
1: No, you can't you can't counterbalance it. Requires- it's not possible. It's not possible. Okay, it's, you quit. it's not possible. So then no, we're I done. Hold on. It's not it's not, it's <laughs> mathematics. It's mathematics. It's simple mathematics. You cannot. You can't. You can't. You cannot.
2: Okay. All right. So because I like the, that. Because when the because you the mechanics can that's that's a good challenge.
1: Yeah. Because no, it's not a challenge, right? Let's let's not try to, to run uphill. Right, with oil slicks on the ground and barefoot. It's not gonna happen because of the apparatus, the, the mechanics of how they built the apparatus. You may be able to get to ten, fifteen percent right. with a different T- story, but they have an opportunity. Tell me to your talk numbers.
2: Different- when you launched this conservative daily, what were your numbers?
1: I don't know. A thousand a month. <laughs> what about now? Six and a half million.
2: There you go. You proved my point.
1: <laughs> Actually I think it's more last month. What was it last month? It's like a lot more. It, it, I, I love the exactly. negativity.
2: Because I'm positive, but I'm gonna not, crush your negativity.
1: That, that's not my negativity, Ivan. I, I speak truth I just to people. It. No, I Six speak truth. Six and a to, half
2: million versus a thousand.
1: Yeah, but one by one, people become ambassadors of truth and say, "Hey, listen to this guy." Hey, and I go to speak everywhere, so it, it, it goes uphill. What I'm saying yeah, in is, in person. Okay, but but what I'm saying is is it doesn't to a certain degree. In order to, if you're in the if you're in the trunk of a car, and you're trying to dial nine one one. And the, and the person that's driving the car is driving you towards imminent demise, which I think that that's what this establishment, illegitimate, uh, whatever you want to call it, and corrupt DOJ, corrupt F- FBI, corrupt CIA, they've been working on this for years. And we're in the trunk trying to tell everyone else around us, hey, listen, we're in the trunk, and we're not your problem. Your problem is these people right here. And we know it. We know the, the New York Times had to admit that we know that our government apparatus is completely corrupt, completely corrupted. It's irredeemable. And so, since we know that,
2: and I get out there with the RT, the outfit that okay. published that is also part of that. How is it a part? Slime, of that? slimes? Who? No, 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 but I'm talking about There's
1: RT what? News. I'm talking about RT News. Like you said, I wouldn't touch it. I'm not going around. And I'm telling you that from, from my standpoint, domestic policy becomes more powerful when foreign policy can actually be seeing, foreign, foreign entities can actually see what's really happening. You're pulling back Pandora's box. That's why I had someone from Russia on the show. And I said, tell me. And he was, a, what was he? A Marxist, socialist Marxist? He described himself as some, something like that. Yeah. yeah, a socialist Marxist. And we started talking. And, and frankly, he's an American. And I go, oh, I'm really interested in hearing more about what you are, right? But you have to ask the question, in order to work the problem, you got to know what the parameters are. And I don't think in America, trying to act like we're in a box and just talking to our domestic audience is going to influence what happens in this country. I believe that the outside pressure and the inside pressure, if we don't normalize it, we're going to have a World War III. And so by getting out there and talking about the fact that these people don't represent us, Give us a chance to actually work, work the problem inside. That's what we're doing. So when I get on RT News, that's what I say. I say, listen, these people are stupid. Biden is the dumbest human being known to man. And the people underneath him, they're not. They're either dumb or complicit in the evil of trying to destroy our nation and steal the soul of this nation. So I believe that we have to be talking wherever the voice can be heard. And not doing what the radical left has done and start to suppress it and or limit our voice and who we can talk to. Just my opinion. I, w-
2: I would have agreed with your statement up until maybe was it last week that he's the dumbest person in the world. Uh, but I think this guy Fetterman in Pennsylvania just beat him oh. up as a wife. Oh <laughs> veteran. Veteran. Yep. So and, I think and, that, and his, yeah. what is it his sister is his wife. Oh, he's the yeah. victim. Why do you have to attack his cognitive disability? Well because he doesn't he's not fit to serve. take him home, treat him and sorry. He had a stroke. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. That's unfortunate. He does not belong in the U.S. Senate to represent an entire state to the federal government. So remove him. Go ahead and remove his candidacy. And that is a message to whoever whoever was offended.
1: Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, we, we could talk about uh, KJP. Couldn't answer the question today. But uh, look, we, we 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 went through the show with with talking Le-で-
2: about th- yeah. They need to play every time she opens her mouth.
1: But we say that, but we don't react to it. We don't react to it as people and say, you know what?
2: Well, we're, Gr- we're grown
1: ass men and women. We're grown ass men and women. It's, it's
2: like a comedy show, illegitimate comedy show.
1: But Ivan, we're grown ass men and women. We, this we're gets we're grown. more views
2: than anything coming out of the uh, White House.
1: No question. But, but, but what I'm saying is, is that we're grown-ass men and women. We're grown. We are grown people <laughs> that are out there standing and acting as if we can't step across the line. Oh, don't step across the line. But if we walked across the line with density in a place of interposition and stood up for our country, this would be over. It'd be, it'd be over. Game over. But we're, you know, we operate in this constant state of fear constant state of paralyzation. We're just paralyzed. Thinking, it can't be. This can't. Uh, We're in shock. You might be. I'm not in shock. But getting other
2: people, <laughs> I'm not in
1: shock. But, but getting, getting <laughs> other people to realize what we realize takes an encouragement. It takes It takes getting outside the box, thinking outside the box, working the problem outside the box, sacrificing outside the box, showing them that right, you're going to so
2: dance. I get one question? Or no?
1: You can ask me whatever you want.
2: All right, so I, I gave you my proposal on how we remedy this thing. What's yours?
1: Paper ballots. I mean, if you want to remedy the whole thing, we redo the, we redo every election. Every election is paper ballots in person, shrink the precincts. Election Day becomes a national holiday by shrinking the precincts. If you actually are disabled by ADA, you can have a mail-in ballot. But everyone is given the opportunity and is has to go vote. Those ballots are then counted per precinct. You bring the precincts down from from the the, the the highest, which is 3,500, bring it down to like 1,200. You get people to actually count those votes across the board. You put it into a computer system that is transparent to the American people. They can go in and look at it. You have to sign off on it. You have to write your, your initials. Everyone that actually uh, counted them has to write down their initials. Those votes are then fed into a depository that are collected collectively and that's the vote. And by doing this, you could have it done on election night. It would never be, you'd never go into the next day or the next week. We have election day, not election week not election month right you put a serialization number on every single ballot that gets rid of fraudulent ballots and you make sure that every person that comes in that if has an id and if they don't have an id we make a national program that makes ids free and if and by the way they say we can't afford it you sent 50 billion 70 billion dollars over to ukraine for us to kill people you can you can definitely pay for us to have ids and that solves every single problem every problem Every single problem. Who doesn't?
2: Who executes that?
1: You have to decentralize it make sure it's done at a state level and a, and a local level. You can't have the federal government involved because they're never supposed to be involved to begin with.
2: I get it. But, okay, you're in Colorado. Who in Colorado
1: is going to do that? All, it's done at a county level. This is not hard. We did this before. We act like we have to use computers to tell us what 1 plus 1 is. I mean, the the, the silly part about this is that we've made elections so complicated that the complications of elections have favored those people that are a part of the establishment, a part of the cabal. They don't favor the people. And that's why 68% of the people out there are like, they don't care about us. They've left us behind. And it's probably a lot more than that. It's probably 90% feel like they've been left behind. But we don't get to talk to those people. They don't, they're, they're invisible, because the entire system is designed for them to have the advantage on who they want to select, not elect for that office, and that's why the, we see the degradation that's happening in our community. Because we would never vote for this, and I know that you said that we can we can outsmart the cheat by actually just going and voting on election day. I shouldn't have to outsmart the cheat in my country. That's not a free country. That's a country. Where do we start? Then? The, I'm sorry.
2: Chicken or the egg? Where do we start?
1: Revolution that's where we start we get in the, we get in the gap and we literally shut things down we shut every highway down okay, we shut,
2: now you're talking
1: we shut every highway down we shut every <laughs> every company down we decide we're not we're not doing jack shit we shut the ports down we have the truckers completely shut that down and we literally agree as people that we are not representative by the people the people do not have a representative government and so if we don't have a representative government damn it let's have it. Let's stop being beating around the bush and sniffing asses, and let's get to the part where we take care of our country. And stop letting people tell us that, that gender fluidity and critical race theory are the things that our kids should learn when they don't even understand English. Basic English. They can't read. They can't write. They don't have arithmetic. Kids are going to college, and they're getting pushed through college with a degree, and they're d- the dumbest human beings known in demand. We've got to stop the cycle, and if the only way to stop the cycle is to stand in the middle and take a little bit of sacrifice and just tell these people they don't represent us. And you know what? If you, if you have to try them all for treason, try them all for treason. Throw them in jail. But hold people accountable. Accountability and, and and consequences are the things that have made this country great. And without those two things, we don't have a country.
2: Okay, so one thought. Since our federal government is the <sighs> main epicenter of corruption, Uh, When the truckers came in, I proposed that, well, technically, if we had a courageous Republican conservative governor in Maryland, not Hogan, maybe Dan Cox, and not a Glenn Young and Globalist, but like, for example, a Amanda Chase, then they could call Maryland and Virginia, could call the state police and their National Guard to go ahead and do a blockade of the city of Washington, D.C. All roads, bridges, and everything. Nothing coming in, nothing coming out. And they do that until all the mandates, all of this sending money to Ukraine, everything ceases. Once they cease, then things open back up. They start to transgress again. They seize it and basically do a Berlin blockade. All lawful, all peaceful and patriotic. Yeah. But we need to make sure that we know these strategies so that we can push these feckless, spineless, toxic cowards to be able to do those things when the Ivan. time is needed. Do
1: Ivan, it. the Colorado, the Colorado, KGB, um, KBB, Christy Burton Brown in Colorado, Colorado uh, the Colorado Republican Party, teamed up with Kyle Clark, the Antifa uh, guy at Nine News, who, by the way, they shot and killed a man in cold blood, their, their security guard that, at a event downtown. Shot and killed a man in cold blood that made hats. Just a super older guy. Killed him in cold blood and then got away with it in Denver. Teamed up with, with Nine News, teamed up with Pam Anderson, who's running for Colorado Secretary of State, who worked for CTCL Zuckerberg, is on leave from that job right now because she knows she can't win, right? She was the one that was a part of stealing the voice and passing out money to steal the American voice of the people, period, and decided that they told everyone that's a candidate, this is what they told him: Joe has called for violent rhetoric because he called for Polis to be killed, which I never did. That's all a lie. We're we're drafting lawsuits now to to go after him, but that's a lie, and said, if you go speak and you're a candidate, we'll, we'll basically pull funding from you. We won't give you money as a Colorado Republican Party. That's how afraid we are inside of the establishment. They don't want to hear what I have to say. They want everyone to not hear it. They're hoping that people cancel. I'm all over the country, Ivan, talking everywhere, invited to every state, and in Colorado, they are so afraid. They are so afraid of the truth. That they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to stop people from hearing that truth. And by the way, if I'm so bad, if I'm so bad, why did I get a standing ovation last night? Why did I get a standing ovation on Saturday and on Thursday and on Wednesday? Because I'm speaking truth. And we have to get to the point where we stop sniffing around things and start telling people what they... This is this is the only way out of this. You don't get out of this by just standing out there and saying, Ah, hey, we're just going to, you know... we're we're going to try it one piece at a time. You want to stop it? You want to rip the Band-Aid off? Let's rip the Band-Aid off, Ivan. Let's rip it off.
2: I, th- I think on that note, that's it. We're an hour in.
1: You don't like my Band-Aid ripping off. It's too weak. Look, I, I don't. I don't have all the answers. That's why I rely on you. That's why you're going all over the country doing what you're doing. <laughs> Right? No,
2: no, we're all in this together. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I, but I you know, I just, I get frustrated. Some stuff
2: we do in the court of public yeah. opinion like this, other stuff we do not in the court of public opinion to make sure uh, we shape it in the proper way.
1: Shape it. I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for us to stand up and let our voice be heard, to stop being invisible. I'm calling for us to step out from behind the veil, step out from behind the wall that no, we think people- is protecting us.
2: I get it. Some people need it behind the scenes initially until they get mm-hmm. the bird built up. So some, you know, some people it doesn't resonate to do it in your face like we're doing, right? How many people yeah. would collapse if we had a conversation? They, they would probably see us thinking that we're going to kill each other, right? Based on our, our 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 passionate responses to each other. No, no. Uh, but we have to kind of. You're my brother. We have to. You we have to exactly. I know that you know that, <laughs> so we have to work it so that we increase. And again, you're doing a great job. I get it. You're passionate. You're framing it properly. We have to motivate everyone, and I think it's working.
1: I do too. You said, but how I many think
2: millions are watching now?
1: A lot, six and a half million. Well, actually, we don't know. We don't get the numbers back from September, did we? Yet, so I won't be for a couple of days. But I mean, yeah. yeah. So the month before was six seven
2: note that because no one's watching or reading new york slimes no one's reading the dc compost no one's reading raw sewage they have to create this immaculate just completely ridiculous content so that the bots read it and then they use those numbers and basically present it to brought to you by pfizer and moderna to showcase to bots the advertisements it's a self-licking ice cream cone.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well I mean and look we we that's 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 a pretty big number but I didn't set out to be a podcaster I set out to be an American that stands shoulder to fo- shoulder with my fellow Americans like I't d- I would be just as happy just going back to doing business and loving on people and working on inner city youth projects and playing football on Saturdays and having a good time helping kids that are in, in disadvantaged environments get private school educations and, and reading to little kids and play, you know being a coach. These are all things, a coach, like coaching sports. I love that. Like to me, that's my that's the thing that I mm-hmm. love doing. It's my passion. My passion is not right, running around. Yeah, I, and I love it. I love it. This is not. I didn't wake up one day and say I want to be a podcaster. I woke up one day and said, "If not me, who? And if not now, when?" And I literally no one stepping
2: that. up, but I think more and more people are stepping up because the, the dynamics are a little bit slightly different now that they a lot different yeah. than they were uh, last year. After the ninth J six cover up committee, what do they have to show for? Nothing, absolutely no. nothing. So now we escalate with the truth and absolutely embarrass and shame them. We got what, thirty yeah, three weeks left to somehow pull this thing off. Well, Love it's three
1: weeks to pull it off, but I think that one of the things that we have to do is we have to pray. We have to get deep in prayer. We have to we have to ask God for forgive us first for getting to the place that we're at. And then secondly equip us. Give us the wisdom, give us the stamina, give us the path forward, and stop waiting for God to save us. And this is why I have so much problems with pastors and, and people that says, just be patient, God'll figure it out. God did figure it out. He had us brought here for, the, for a time such as this, born at a time such as this, so that we would make this as our beaches of enormity. And it's not just this country. It's every country across the world. And once you unsee it, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee what we're seeing right now. You wish you could, don't you, Ivan? Absolutely. I know I do. I, mean, I know I do. I, I do. So I, I wish I, I wish years I could. Ago,
2: three years ago, I was like, eh. Actually, six years ago is when I woke up, but... The last two three years, it's just got so disgusting. And it's on us, right? It's our generation. Our it's it's up to us to be able to fix this. You gotta dig down deep. Pastors, like you said, you get off the bench. They have they have a, a voice, and they they need to get it out there to motivate the people to get it free. Well, where can people and hold it? You? Telegram? t.me forward slash telegram or excuse me Ivan Raiklin so just like spoke
1: I v a n r a i k l i n It's I v a n r a i k l i n
2: yeah so I kind of follow the the main effort and I think the main effort right now is to get uh Adam Steen across the finish line so that we can have control over the RNC in 2024 in Wisconsin.
1: All right, how is that working? Is that going to be a writing uh, campaign? Can that happen? Is it it can possible? happen. It's
2: probably it's the easiest writing campaign uh, that I've looked into. Yeah, a little, little little insight here. Uh, right after the August 9th uh, elect, it was primary, where Robin Voss purportedly won by 260 votes. Uh, the following day, we basically had a 12-hour strategy strategy session on how that would look and things are, you know, things are running in the right direction. I think Mike Lindell is working on, let's just say, a big rally here uh, so that we can box out Robin Bob, get the Democrats that are in the district, because they're not a single Democrat running. There's only one person on the ballot, and that guy's a total, we know, total scumbag, coward, does not want to do the right thing. So if we get uh, some consequential people out to this rally, It's going to motivate Democrats to write in their write-in instead of voting for the guy that's going to be on the ballot. And that's going to allow a squeeze play for Adam Steen to pull off that that election.
1: I mean, that would be the first time in the history of America that we've had a write-in candidate be to incumbent.
2: a Speaker of the House? Yes. But, I mean, there have been successful write-ins in the past. Just uh, two years ago in Virginia with Nick Freitas. ran a write-in campaign. He won uh there, there have been several it's not like a un, it's not unheard of especially for such a small race such a house of Delegate race state rep
1: well i mean i pray that that's the case hopefully he's walking door to door and handing out little pieces of paper that said this is the name you need to write in when you do it yes, that's what exactly
2: I do. the campaign's hustling out there and uh the beauty of it is that because he is doing a running campaign all ballots will have to be hand counted On paper, same day. It's literally forcing the system to do it the way that it needs to be done. And if he wins, which I expect he will, no one's going to be able to uh, challenge it, really. I mean, it's it's there.
1: I look forward to it. And he's a great man. He is definitely a great man. All right. I get to to pray for you. I get to pray for
2: you. I can tell you everything I wanted to because... I don't have all the, all the you know, all the facts. I don't have
1: all the the truth. Well, you we're know, still just try so like, to
2: figure things
1: out. Yeah, I mean, by the way, I give you a hard time because I can because we're friends. So, I mean, right. I think you know that. <laughs> but I, I do want to tell the audience: I've never met someone that has as much knowledge, some, as much institutional knowledge, as you do, going back a hundred years, and that your ability George to. Yeah, no, I mean, but your ability, i was making fun of the peanut because there's a story about him eating peanuts. Um, but there's the, the amount of knowledge that you have and the way you're able to interconnect and put that together is is fascinating. And you're never wrong. Like I, I write stuff down because I have my little pad, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go check that out. Oh my, what are we talking about? what, Paul Ryan, what are you, come on, that can't be. And you go back and you're like, sure, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is absolutely, and I was telling Paul, I was like, holy crap, where'd he get that information? I started Googling, nope, not there, not there, not there. And then bam, you know, you come up with it, with all that information and make it easier for me to look for it. So I do appreciate all the hard work that you're putting in. And I know that it's been consequential for you. I mean, you've, you've lost a lot. You've lost contracts, you've lost business, you've lost sleep. Um, you've lost time with oh, your yeah. family.
2: Yeah.
0: Significant. <laughs> well, I just oh, want to yeah. say real quick for everyone watching well, that you got a little the, fiery, but you guys.
2: Well,
0: well right. we hope so. But uh, you know that everyone that got a little bit fiery, but I, actually that was a phenomenal conversation because what I kind of felt was happening was these like two like you have an angel and demon sort of deal in everyone's head because that was like an internal dialogue that I see mm-hmm. in the majority mm-hmm. of American people and it, it happens in myself as well because there's a struggle between this is so ridiculous. Like, I just want to rip someone's head off and fix this. But then, you know, Mm -hmm. the bigger piece is moving and it's, it it honestly is really hard uh, Mm -hmm. to see all this play out and then, you know, want to be patient versus find that balance. where, like, we need to mobilize people right now. And we do
2: both. Massively. Trust me. Have there been days where I've wanted to do the uh, ripping someone's face off? I've had those thoughts. But I think it'll be more consequential if we do it methodically and essentially. You know, how you steep tea; it takes a little bit of time to be able to kind of emanate amongst all the molecules in the water. That's what we have to do, essentially, to convert the nation from being lied for so long. It's going to be a gradual process, and then it's going to stick. It'll be, that's a constant fight, but I think it'll stick better that way rather than constant knee-jerk reactions back.
1: Ivan, mean, if it was easy, we would get ourselves right back in the same place and think that we can get ourselves out. I think that God is teaching us that this is going to be a hard road to get out. It's not going to happen overnight. Anyone that thought that they were just going to lay down and lay over when they stole elections and created a coup, they, they haven't done it in any other nation. And right now, we we see what's happening in Venezuela. We see what's happening in Mongolia. We see what's happening in in other parts of the world, even Ukraine. I mean that—that that is what happens when elections are stolen. Is that conflict and war come to your shores because the evil gets to run rampant on you, and there's no sensibility in what they do. So we can—I can tell you right now—if we don't step in the gap and do something very quickly to at least stop the, the momentum, which I think we've done most of that. It's like 80 percent. We're almost to the breaking point. But it, but if we don't get that done, then there is no hope. There's zero hope because at that point it starts to go down this this pathway where they then just start inserting, like they're doing now, taking out all the people in the military that don't conform to doing all this stuff in the schools, right? So we, we've got to put the brakes on fully and then retread and get rid of these people at every level and be relentless. And that will lead to, I think, a bigger outcome for us of, all right, all right, God, we're ready for you. We'll never let this happen again. We will watch our, we will watch our, our land. We will make sure we till it and keep all the weeds out. We'll, we'll get to that place. But right now, we've got to slow it down to a zero momentum for them and go, start going the other mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Let me pray for you, Absolutely. brother. You guys ready for me to pray? Yeah. All right, Father God, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to have Ivan on today. Thank you for his knowledge. Thank you for his wisdom. Thank you for his ability to dice, dissect all the information that's put in front of him and, and to come out with a clear path of, of what the, uh, you know, what working the problem looks like, what the, what the outcome looks like. Thank you, Father, for the sacrifice that he gives. Thank you for the heart that he has for the people in this country, and thank you for the ability for him to stand next to, side by side, with his brothers and sisters here in the United States. Father, please bless his family, keep them safe, Put a hedge of protection around his heart and his mind and his health father help him that he may continue to have the stamina to go the places that he goes all over the country and do the things that he is doing right now in order to help save our nation father help us that we may concentrate and focus on restoring you to our community to our schools that we can restore the word of god your word father we can restore it to the churches we can fill the pastors with courage so that they can start speaking truth and not speaking hyper- hyperbolic statements or or uh, interpreting the Bible in such a way that it would pervert what it is that we must be doing as followers of yours. Father, help us that we may have the patience that we need in order for us to see the path that you want us to cut. Give us the courage. Help us to uh, help others be encouraged in what they do in standing in the gap and help us that we may honor you father as we go out there and fight for this restoration fight to stop the evil from overtaking not just our community but communities around the world please bless our listeners father please bless the people in this nation please bless us that we may have the faith and act in that faith every day when we wake up and become ambassadors of truth and then walk in that truth I ask for all of these things father and thank you again in jesus name amen amen
2: amen thanks joe appreciate that
1: hey where are you next
2: pennsylvania reawaken
1: oh yeah it's coming up in this weekend yeah. is it this weekend yeah oh wow well,
2: friday there. saturday you there
1: no i wasn't invited i missed the last one again and i think he's just mad at me there's nothing i can do about it i was with mike and we had to go to ohio it's crazy so,
2: what about Missouri?
1: Probably. What? I'll probably be there. I mean, we'll have I'll see you there. We'll probably talk about it.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: All right.
2: All right, I got to bounce.
1: All right. God bless you, brother. We're here. All
2: right. Hey, God bless.
1: Hey guys, listen, I I want to thank you, you gals and ladies. I want to thank you guys and ladies. Did say and ladies? Guys, is, yeah. ga, guys and ladies. <laughs> I said gals and ladies. Yeah. Guys and ladies. I want to thank you for um, all the support you give us. I want to re- reiterate this. I said this a couple of days ago. I do love you. You know uh, I call everyone what do I call everyone Apollo brother why do I call them brother
0: because you do anything for them
1: yeah because I want you to know that as my brothers and sisters in Christ as my brothers and sisters and of of this nation of the United States of America you are my brothers and sisters I am yours and so the things that I do for you I do it because I do love you I do love our nation I do love the opportunity I've been given and I love the fact that I'm so grateful at the things that I've been able to do in my life to help other people, to be an encouragement, to stand and do things that sometimes were unpopular but have led to great blessings for many others as well as for myself. That's what I want for our future generations. So I will not be here tomorrow morning. They will have some great stuff going on tomorrow. Apollo's in the seat with Ash. I am going to a uh, event, but um, I will see you guys again on Friday. Until then, God bless you and um, yeah, I'll see you Friday.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Bradyon store and prepare you and your family We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.